up. I remember like when when they wake you up when you're asleep. Sorry, I was just reading something. When they wake you up when you're asleep, it's like that's the worst feeling in the world because you're like your whole body freezes. You're like in a moment of paralysis and you're like, I can't move it, but I need to to resolve this pain. I got one in the middle of the night on my third day at college. Yikes. And I, did, I barely met my, knew my roommate, so I was just biting my pillow. You were like, like, you were like, Rrr! Rrr! oh, so horrible. <laughs> special episode of quarter life crisis your host as always d-rec the best dancer you know provided that the only dance you know is the cha-cha slide with me as always is the man who set the record for most consecutive days without thinking about a vegetable hunty stempy how you doing buddy actually true <laughs> that's a very soothing intro by the way. yeah I feel, it, uh, this isn't a special episode i, I feel don't know why I, said that. I feel like i'm i feel like i'm at a jazz night you know <laughs> just like hello everybody my name is derek <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm doing well um i had a vegetable last night for dinner though wow. so you know i broke the streak i had some roasted broccoli <laughs> nice um with mac and cheese of course because you know we can't be it can't be perfect. Well, I guess um, I guess if anybody hits up a streak of uh, 23 and a half years, then I think you're good. All right. It wasn't that long. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You weren't. You didn't a, have control over what you ate for the first year exactly. of your life. First, bro, I still had to eat vegetables, so I had to think about them. It's been probably about four sure. years, if we're being honest. Sure. Let's be realistic here. But, you know, life's good. Can't complain. Well, when life's good, you make it better with a beer. So, Hunty, what are you drinking? That's true. Uh, today, I'm having a beer that I've had before. I think I had it last year. It's from Thin Man, and I thought of you while I bought it because I was like, oh, we were there with Derek. Um, it's the Pills Mafia. It's a Pilsner. Not that good, but, you know, it's a beer. So, uh, me, I, I'm lamenting the Bills yeah, loss geez. from last night. Me, I um, searched in my fridge and didn't find anything that I wanted because I brought all over my beer to uh, Katie's house, and I left it there. So, I got myself a Blackberry uh, White Claw, which is the best flavor, I think. What happened to watermelon? It's good, but yeah. Blackberry came. You're not on the watermelon. Track? Blackberry came out with the um, with the variety pack number three, and uh-huh. uh, I don't know, man. It's it's been it's been on top of my list. Well, does that does that mean like it's the like it tastes that good in complement to the other ones in the variety pack or overall? No, overall. Okay, all right. It, watermelon's still up there, but Blackberry Blackberry takes it in my opinion. Watermelon, I still maintain watermelon. I like blackberry. I almost went white claw today because I have some in my fridge, but I was like, eh. Yeah, I need to. I need to. It's fall season. I want some. I was beer. about to say I was looking through it and I saw a lining kugel. I'm like, I'm not drinking a summer shandy in the end of October. I can't be drinking like a lime or a lemon beer <laughs> in when it's like 50 degrees outside. Okay, um, uh. Hunter. Something that I've realized when thinking back on our friendship, oh god, is that we didn't have a traditional get to know you type of friendship um we met at uh speed dating for images i thought you were a massive tool well Um, you're not really that yeah and we just kind of like were forced to hang out with each other through through mutual friends and then we gave a couple tours together and drank beer and ate wings together and then that's all she wrote 
to. That's called that's actual. And that's what we've right been there. doing for the past five years or however long we've been friends. <laughs> Wait, actually, it's only been three like three years. Three and a half. But um, something that I thought would be fun is to uh, how else do you make friends in college? Because obviously we met in college. Then some nice icebreakers. But then oh, I thought icebreakers kind of suck most of the time. Yeah, they do. So I put out a search for the ultimate icebreaker. The best icebreakers, one would say. And I found a website with 100 icebreaker questions. Oh, my God. And, Hunter, we are going to answer them all today. All 100 so of them? So what we're going to do, I, sent, I just sent you a Dog. link to the article. You are We're crazy. starting at number one uh, under okay. uh, fun icebreaker questions. You, you oh, see okay. that? I see, yeah. Oh wait, this is the wrong. Yeah. Oh no, wait, this is the wrong website. Hang on, stand by. I'll send you the other one. Basically, ah. basically, what we're gonna do is there's a hundred <laughs> questions. There's over a hundred yeah. on the list, but the the ones beyond them are, are kind of lame. Okay. Wait, is this the right one? There's a lot of questions on here, man. Yeah, but it's it, that's not like how it usually went. What does that mean? <laughs> no, I had uh. another website. Shoot, hang on. Okay, I'm gonna have to edit this out. Stand by. Yeah, but we'll just be pausing. All right. I must have, I, I must have copied the wrong link when I was looking for him. Not Ultimore. Ultimate icebreaker questions. Not quiz breaker. That's the one I sent you, right? Uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. Is it team building? Oh no! Te- no, shoot! That was the right one. Okay, I'm dumb. Oh, I, st- I still got it up. So yeah, because can... this other one, yeah, 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 this is the second one I found. And this one's actually, yeah, this one's a little more than a hundred, but we're only gonna do the first one hundred. So okay, mm. cut back. Uh, we're back. I'm an idiot. I was right the whole time. Um, so <laughs> what we are going to do, Hunter, is something. If you pay close attention, uh, if our audience pays, pays close attention, is that every odd number episode, I am the host. And every even number episode, Hunter is the host. So what we are going to do is we are going to go as fast as humanly possible, just rapid fire asking these questions. No thinking. First thing that comes okay. to mind, answer it as fast as possible. We're just putting the speed oh. in speed dating right now. I really wanted to answer number one. So, well, I'm asking number one. <laughs> oh, you're asking. Oh, okay. I'm asking number one. You answer number one. I okay, answer number two. Cool. We're going to go back and forth. I follow. Okay. So, I don't know how I missed that. I'm going to – you know what? I'll start a timer. I'm gonna. I might put okay. some. I might put some like high high intensity music behind this ep- or this part of the Ugh. episode to see just how fast we can do it. Um, but how would this make me uncomfortable? By because the way? it's fast and you have to think on your feet, and that's not something you're great at. No, that's not true. You've just never seen me at work, sir. <laughs> okay. Um, it's true. Yeah, you're not fast on your feet for things that are actually important. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, Dropping bombs dude. on work. Work lame. Wow Anyways. at that. <laughs> wow at that. Okay, Hunter. So we're going to go back and forth, starting with uh, under fun icebreaker questions. Number one, see how fast we can do it. No thinking, yep. just answer. Are you ready? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Audience, I hope you're ready to learn some more about each of us. Three. Two. Two. Oh. One. <laughs> Go. Hunter, are there any interesting things your name spells with the letters rearranged? Uh, not fully, but my first name spells retina backwards. Like, not the correct way. just pronounced that way. So, there you go. Cool. Keep going. 
Spade, yeah. speed. Uh, number t- number two, Derek. If you were a potato, what way would you like to be into cooked? an Arby's curly fry? Number three, nice. would you like to? Would you go to space if you knew that you could never come back to Earth? Ooh, hell yeah, Earth is dying. Um, four. Have you ever been mistaken for someone famous? No, but once when I was in middle school on chat roulette, a girl told me that I looked like a young Josh Hutcherson, which I have carried with me Ooh, to this day. That's awesome. Uh, number five. What animal would you choose to be? A dolphin, because they're smart and they mess with humans. Um. Number six, what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Probably poop my pants in uh, pre-K. Uh, <laughs> number seven, what's the strangest gift you've ever received? Oh, God. Um, strangest gift? Ooh, probably... Mm, yeah, probably... This is not strange, but socks. Just odd. Like, why would you give someone socks? Sure. Yeah. Uh, number eight, what kind of reality show would you appear in? I, I mean, if I wanted to do one, I would do one like American Ninja Warrior or Wipeout or something, because I have noticed that I would be the worst reality show contestant because I would be too nice to everybody. Uh, number nine, which of Snow White's Seven Dwarves describes you the best? It's got to be dopey, right? <laughs> it's dopey. Uh, number ten, what song describes your life right uh, now? Uh, all Right by Darius Rucker. Um, we're yeah. on to get to know you icebreaker questions. Number one, how many languages can you speak? Uh, English, not well. <laughs> so one. <laughs> um, Derek, number, t- number are we saying two or two? Yeah, uh, two. What's your middle name? Uh, Austin. Number three, what is your favorite strange food combination? Oh, 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 um, mac and cheese and ketchup. Is that weird? That's okay. It's, it's kind of weird. weird. Um, four, what's your favorite place? Uh, either my bed or uh, my family farm. Uh, Hunter, five, where did you grow up? Yeehaw, good old La Plata, Maryland. Um, number six, what's your favorite hobby? Video games, and it's not even close. Uh, number seven, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be? Ooh, I would probably be at a nice coffee shop in like somewhere in in metropolitan England. Nice, good times. Uh, number eight, are you a listener or a talker? I'm good at both, but I talk way more than I listen. Uh, Hunter, what was your last song on your last song on your Spotify? Oh God, what was it? Um, oh, oh, I've been listening to podcasts all day. Um, uh, I want to say it was. Oh, it was probably "Stay" the Justin Bieber song. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, oh no! Sorry, Ted Lasso theme. Sorry. Um, Ten. Are you a backseat? Driver? No, because I'm usually the one driving. Um, True. <laughs> now we're on to personal icebreaker questions. Hunter, describe your dream holiday if money was no limit. Ooh, I would go on a cruise around the world, starting in uh, Australia and ending in England. Nice. Uh, number two. Where do you want to retire? Uh, Colorado. Anywhere in Colorado. Um, number three. Complete the sentence. I wish everyone could uh, be nice to each other. Um, Four, describe your dream wedding if money was no object. Just a literal huge party. I don't care. I just yeah. want to have a party. Um, nice. <laughs> number five, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Oh, jump off a building. 100%. I would have said be super play fun. the lottery, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> number six, what is your goal by the end of the decade? Um, purchase a home. Uh, seven, what is your dream job? Oh, dream job would be definitely to uh, act on Broadway. That would nice. be dream job. Um, number eight, when you were a child, what was your biggest I wanted dream? to be a magician, and I would do, like, nice. sleight of hand magic and stuff. Uh, number nice. nine, what talent would you most like to grow and develop? Uh, math. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Number ten, where would you build your dream uh, home? Colorado, in the mountains. Just a mountain home away from everybody else. With the mountain goats. Yes, exactly. Uh, if you could icebreaker questions, number one, if you could have any superhuman power, what would it be? Uh, easily, uh, invisibility. Nice. 
Easy. Um, two, if you could audition for a TV, a talent TV show, what song would you pick and I why? I would pick uh, Dream On by Aerosmith because it's the most fun song to sing, I know. Um, number three, if you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Slow down, my friend. <laughs> um, number four, if you could be a kitchen appliance, what one would you be and why? Uh, the oven, because it's or a convection oven, because it's the most reliable. Uh, sure. Number five, if you could be in the Guinness Book of World Records, what record-breaking feat would you attempt? Uh, how many chicken nuggets I can eat in an hour. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number six, if you could have an extra hour of free time every day, how would you Learning use it? Learning how to cook. Uh, number seven, if you could take three things to a desert island, what would they be? Um, I'd take you, so nice. I'd, you know, don't lose my mind. Um, some beer and and uh, and a football. All right, we're, st- football. we're stuck on that island. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> number eight, if you have, could have an endless supply of food, what would Chicken it be? Chicken wings. Uh, if nice. you could speak another language, what would it be? Ooh, um, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, probably something like Portuguese. I feel like that'd be cool, yeah, sure. you know? Um, number 10, if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would It'd it be? It'd either be Starcrossed by Casey Musgraves or Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. Probably Because the Internet. Um, nice. now we're on to success, ambition, and passion. Uh, Hunter, describe an experience in your life that changed your values. Ooh, my values. Um probably the program that i'm in just kind of changed my worldview a little bit and how i operate and how i talk to people um number two is it ever okay to waste time Time spent doing what you like doing is never time wasted uh so yes uh tell us one big problem you've had to solve this year uh setting up a retirement plan nice that was impossible to figure out uh four using just one word name something that drives your success spite what are three things that you would like to accomplish this year? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, three things I would like to pay down some credit card debt, um, start car shopping, um, and also, um, oh, goodness, go to more hockey games. That's what I want nice. to do this year. Uh, number six, what new or additional skill do you think you need to know now to progress further? Um, progress. Get better at conflict approaching conflict and conflict resolution mm. uh number seven what's the reason you get up in the morning my alarm clock <laughs> um no honestly this is gonna sound ridiculous but sausage egg and cheese muffin from tim Hortons. nice nice <laughs> they're so good uh number eight when was the last time you did something for the first time um i tried oh no i drove to uh columbus for the first time this weekend oh, that was go. fun nice. when you were six years old what did you want to be when you grew up Ooh, good question. Um, six years old, I probably wanted, mm, I think astronaut. That's what I wanted to nice. do. Not doing that now. Um, ten, what would you do if you had all the money in the world? Uh, give it away. Hmm. Uh, now we're on to the worst icebreaker questions. What's oh, the God. first lie you ever told? Um, oh, when I was a kid, I once, I, I once we were playing soccer in the yard or something. And I kicked my sister over and my mom asked if I did it. And I was like, no, like she, even though she saw me nice. do it, I just said no. Um, two, what is your worst personality characteristic? Jesus. I'm aggressively, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, obstructionist. Uh, I find it funny mm. to get in the way of my friends sometimes <laughs> and not in like a meaningful way. Like just like bothering Joe, like standing in front of him while he's playing video games, like stuff like that. Not anything important. Yeah. Um, what's the worst food you've ever eaten? The worst food I've ever eaten. Ooh, 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 Probably, probably Brussels sprouts. I don't like Brussels sprouts. I think they're gross. Right. 
It's just a thing. Um, five or yeah, no four. What is the worst advice you've ever uh, given? Be yourself. That's objectively bad advice. I think that's horrendous True. advice and a cop out. Um, and I will never do that. Give that advice ever again. Um, describe your worst day ever. Um, let's see. It was definitely when me and Spencer got called into quarantine housing last last fall to like prep like 150 rooms like within an hour, and it just felt like we were in isolation hell it was really uncomfortable and it was a lot of work um six what is the worst trouble you got into as a kid uh, as a young kid i was afraid to do anything wrong um uh probably i let a kid copy off of my homework and i got detention for it uh-huh. sure um what's the worst movie you've ever watched dog it's gotta be space jam 2 that movie, that movie physically I, pained I, me I never to watch it. that movie bad, oh my god it literally made me want to break your tv like it was so bad <laughs> and we were just at some point we started laughing but it was just awful overall uh number eight what is the worst pickup line you've ever heard it's both the worst and the best because i think it's the most it's ridiculous but it worked when i was uh on my on my tinder days back in the day um are you my appendix because i don't know how you work but i've got this funny feeling in my stomach that says i need to take you out <laughs> and that worked Woof. dude um Woof, next dude. what is the worst holiday vacation you've ever been on oh, okay this is like a british website mm-hmm. worst vacation i've ever been on um there was like one trip we took where we went to like bush gardens for the weekend and like parents didn't get along and like it was hot and no one had fun and it was just like we've done this a million times let's do something else it was pretty yucky nice. Um, 10, what is the worst grade you ever I got? got 32% on a chem, uh, for engineers exam that rounded to a B plus. Um, thank wow. you, Kurt. Uh, nice. And now we're on to this or that questions. Hunter, do you prefer the pool or the beach? Uh, ooh. Eh, the pool. Um, two, do you prefer books or films? Movies, easy. Uh, do you prefer nights out or nights in? Oh, this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna go to nights out. Uh, four, do you prefer mornings or nights? Nice. Mornings are the worst. I was up at 5 a.m. this morning. Hunter, um, do you prefer summer or winter? Winter. Um, six, do you prefer cats or dogs? Dogs, not even a question. Do you prefer fruits or vegetables? Can, is there any? No, fruits, definitely fruits. Um, eight, do you prefer sweet or sweet. savory? Uh, do you prefer to dress smart or casual? Uh, casual? <laughs> question mark? Um, Ten, do you prefer cardio or weightlifting? Weightlifting, cardio is the worst. Uh, would yeah, you rather? Would you rather be able to run at 100 miles per hour or fly at 10 miles per hour? Um, ooh, 10 miles an hour. So I'm gonna go with running at 100. Ten, that's pretty sweet. Ten, 10 miles an hour is still pretty fast. That's like a jog. That's like I a head, that's like a kind of a know. fast jog. I guess. I just feel like when I'm in a car, 10 miles an hour. Anyway, okay. um, would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or an astronaut? Uh, an astronaut. Would you rather fart or burp glitter? Ah, uh, fart. Easy. Um, four, would you rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors, or would you rather go into the future to meet your descendants? Meet my descendants. Uh, would you yeah. rather be funny or clever? Uh, clever, because clever can be funny. Say, I feel like... Um, six, would you... Anyways. What? No, nothing. What? Would you, ra- would you rather have no arms or legs? Uh, no legs. Um, I'd yeah. rather be in, like, a chair or have prosthetic legs than the other way around. Um, would you rather lose your sight or your hearing? Ooh. Um, I would rather lose my yeah, hearing. Um, would you rather have invisibility or flight? Flight. Uh, yeah. Would you prefer to always be slightly late or always be an hour early? Always an hour right. early. Every time. Ten, would you rather always be cold or always be Always hot? be cold. That's the only answer. Um, mm-hmm. If you could immediately gain one skill, what would it be? Um. Oh, one skill. 
Uh, These ooh, are all work questions, by the way, so we're going to get yeah, into no. some work stuff. Gain one skill. Ah, I just had it. I totally forgot it. Oh, no. Um, one skill, one skill, one skill, one skill, one skill, one skill. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say proper budgeting skills. Let's go with cool. that. Um, where do you see yourself going in the Straight company? Straight to the top, baby. Uh, what do you think the more, most important thing is for a workplace to have? Um, approachable leadership. Agreed. Um, what do you admire most in a work colleague? Uh, being able to act like a friend uh, when we're not talking about work stuff. Uh, what coffee do you drink in your morning meeting? Well, I don't have a more. Well, I have one tomorrow. Um, extra large coffee with two cream, two sugar. Double-double. Yep. Um, what do you think you contribute most to the workplace? Uh, my plucky attitude. Unironically, I think I'm just a fun presence. <laughs> yeah, um, if you could open any office, any if you can open an office anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, ooh, I'd probably open it in like. Oh no, not there. Um, I'd probably go like Berlin. I think that'd be fun. You know, live in Berlin for a while. Uh, eight. What is the longest you've ever stayed at one job? Uh, I consecutively, I was in aviation for two years. Non-consecutively, I worked at a country club for five summers. Um, nine. What is the worst job you've ever had? Ooh. Um. I enjoyed the people at Chick Fil A, but that job sucked. Um, like it wasn't like food service is awful. Shout out to everyone who does that. Um, 10, what was your first job? Uh, I worked at a country club. I was a, uh, worked in the golf pro shop and I drove and cleaned golf carts for a living. It was fun. Down to the final 10, one word icebreaker questions. Describe the sun in one word. Hot. Um, describe your in-laws in one word. Non-existent. Uh, describe the person to your left in one word. Uh, cute. (laughs) Describe yourself in one word. Cute. Uh, describe your breakfast (laughs) in one word. Uh, filling. Describe your house in one word. Uh, tall and... No, no, not tall. Cold. Uh, describe England in one word. Uh, cozy. Describe your weekend in one word. Describe your fashion trend in one word. Uh, yeah. Casual. (laughs) Describe your car in one word. Beautiful. That is time. That is 100 questions up. Fifth, or 14 minutes and 25 seconds almost. Wow, that was pretty good. That was pretty impressive. Pretty we kind of tore through I, this. I really thought when when I said describe the sun in one word and I said hot and I said describe your in-laws, I thought you were just going to be like hot. <laughs> <laughs> I am not married, you see. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. So, that was that fun. Was fun. I yeah, that. I, was I hope, we, I hope yeah. everybody learned a little bit more about us. We learned a little bit more about each other. I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to a word you said. Yeah, that's so, great, man. Thanks. Well, it's so fast, man. I'm thinking about the next yeah, question. Yeah, okay. um, speaking of thinking about the next, we're going to go on to the next topic. How about that for a segue? Nice. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So I have recently been watching Friday Night Lights uh, since it came back on Netflix. I love Friday Night Lights. It's one of yeah. my favorite shows. Um, it reminded me how horrendous Julie Taylor is. And it it made me think back to uh, the time that we talked about the most hated characters in television. And I was thinking I could try to do something else with that. But I have been to two weddings in the past 10 days. And I want... Tiring. Yeah, exhausting. Um, And I think I would rather approach Friday Night Lights from a more positive and loving perspective. So what I did was I searched for some of television's best couples... Okay. So what we are going to do this is, cute. is assess 
every couple on this list. There's only 16 because I, I found a list of 50 and I didn't know most of them. I didn't watch most of the shows. Um, and I did pick shows that I think at least one of us has enough information to talk about it. So we've okay. got 16 couples here. And as always, five tiers. At the top, we've got couple goals. These are the best couples. These are the couples that you want to base your relationship off of. Below that, we have yeah. lasting love. They're cute together. Not, maybe not the perfect couple, but they, they, they make it work. Kind of cute. Uh, it's like they're together. I like them together. That's fine. Uh, then there's why are they together? Self-explanatory. And then finally, break up now. Um, these people should not be together and <laughs> need to break up yeah. immediately. So, yeah. Hunter, first we're going to start off with, uh, from the show Bob's Burgers, we have Bob and Linda Belcher. I'm going to be honest. I've never seen Bob's Burgers, Bo- actually. Bob's Burgers is a lot of fun. I think I've seen I've seen like I've seen like a one off here or there like five minutes of an episode never like a full it, one. It though. was a little surprising to me how good this show was, and I also love the relationship really? between Bob and Linda because like they're old boom they're old like older Gen X couple from like middle of nowhere America, and um, yeah. they just support and love each other and all that they do. Uh, it's the show doesn't focus on their relationship too much. They just kind of are a married couple and love each other as such so i'm gonna i'm gonna drop those guys in lasting love are they like your typical like we're from wisconsin couple so, like that kind of kind of you should watch bob's burgers it's good i think you'd like i hear it. i hear i, I like it like i hear it. i'll like it but you know i gotta i gotta find free time among all the five million things that yeah, i do sure. but you know one day we'll get there um next we've got chanandler bong and monica geller from friends this is an i'm okay. gonna leave up to you okay so when so i think people get wrapped up in the hype when they first get together because it's completely out of left field you're like whoa like hey you didn't see that coming um oh pause real quick sorry we are taking a brief recess while hunter Hunter, answers a professional staff on duty call Uh, i don't think it's anything too important because it doesn't look too sad he just answered what's up in a casual manner um there's no way that this is any kind of pertinent suggestion because, you know, we're recording a podcast. Uh, okay, I will be right there to come be, check it out. Oh, I uh, am mistaken. Okay. Hunter was going to cool, leave thanks. the room momentarily. I got to go real yeah, quick. Yeah, Hunter will be back. I will be entertaining um, the people until Hunter returns. Yeah. I will, I'm so sorry. There's like a flood apparently happening. <laughs> go take care room. of it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and we're back. Hunter had to go be important for a little bit. That's right. Um, So what were you saying about Chandler Bing and Monica Geller? Oh, yeah. So I think people, like, lost their minds on the hype when they were like, oh, my God, Chandler Monica, like, this is the coolest thing ever because no one expected it. Um, But she kind of steamrolls him a little bit. Like, it's not necessarily the healthiest relationship. Um, Like, she's, like, a kind of a dominating personality, which is, like, fine. That's your personality. But also you have to recognize when that's problematic um, and not always, like, the healthiest way. Like, he just kind of does what she wants. Um, Not always, but most of the time. Like, it's a, it was a very, like, like, if you looked at it, you know, from a, from a 90s lens and the, like, the man and the woman were reversed, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, the patriarchy, like, looking at it from today. Um, But for some reason, we just don't talk about it with them. So I, I would go... I would go kind of cute because I feel like it worked, but also kind of shoehorned it a little bit. Sure. Uh, next we got from Boy Meets World and also, I guess, Girl Meets World, uh, Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence. I don't really recall too much of Boy Meets World, but I remember I liked it as a show. So what I remember from Corey and Topanga is that they, like, 
didn't have real conflict and it was a 90s like yeah. after school show so like i didn't expect them to but I, I the only thing that i can remember is this weird little arc where cory like talks to a girl in on like a ski trip and topanga gets upset about it mm-hmm. so they're fine but they were together for like the whole show is about like we've been together since we were four years old and then they yeah. had kids so i guess by definition that's lasting love yeah, I mean, it's literally, like, they've been together forever, so, like, yeah. you know. You kinda Another one I'm going to defer to you on. Uh, from Schitt's Creek, uh, David Rose and Patrick Brewer. This is couple goals, and here's why. <laughs> because, um, first of all, this show just does a really good job at tackling, like, social issues, but also just healthy relationships, whether it be romantic or, you know, sibling or mom-dad, what mom-to-parent, that's what I'm looking for, um, whatever. But this, this, this relationship is a really good example of a not necessarily like not stereotyping like a, a feminine gay man with another feminine gay man being like that's the only person you have to be with is this stereotype um but also patrick does a really good job of showing david like how good of a person he actually is and like how worthwhile he is to him um and and kind of helps him mature and establish himself as a person um and then in time david does the same thing with patrick they don't just like end it there so i think that they're so solid for each other that they they kind of can't go any lower than that like they are a very very good couple very strong cool uh next we got from the good place eleanor shellstrop and chidi aragonye this is one of those it's kind of like the classic like they shouldn't be together but it works thing you know does that make sense? I don't like, think I they shouldn't be together. I think. Well, that, I mean, like from a from a like bird's eye view of like if you just told me their personalities, I'd be like, mm. let's say I think they have clashing personalities, but yeah. I think that, I think that, and I don't want to spoil too much about like the later seasons, but I think everything that they go through like really shows that like their love is meant to be. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's another lasting love one. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'd like it's gonna be that. lasting love and kind of cute heavy, but like. That's, these are the best TV couples, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, like, um, it's also lasting love because, I mean, A, they're in eternity forever, but also B, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. They just, they, they work well together in terms of, like, they always keep each other on each other's toes, but they're not, like, perfect, yeah. you know? Right. Uh, next, we got Eric and Tammy Taylor hmm. from Friday Night Lights. What do you think? This is the best TV couple ever made. Mm. I do like how she challenges him a lot. Eric a lot. and Tammy Taylor are the best representation of a realistic married couple with children I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, they have so much love for each other. They support everything, each other and everything they do. They have conflict and they talk about that conflict like adults to reach resolutions. They are forever my favorite TV mom and dad. They are going straight to the top of couple goals for me. Yeah. I mean, I would probably put them there too. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, if they went through, like, any problem. Like, they obviously, they went through problems. But I'm trying to remember if they went through, like, any major issues or anything like that that strained the relationship and it didn't go positive. Um, but, yeah, I, I really can't think of any. So, yeah. Next from Game of Thrones, we've got uh, Grey Worm and Missandei. Misan- Misan- I don't remember Misan- how Missandei? Yeah, I think Misan-day. so. Um I think they're good for each other, but they're also like kind of only together because of oppression. Yeah, my this goes into why are they together for me? Yeah, like he literally does. He like, well, it's he's not a boy. He's not. He, he, I thought he didn't have a voice for a second, but it's 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 uh, more south of the border than that. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> he kind of just but, like watched her 
Dave. Yeah. And then weird. they were t- in love. <laughs> Why are yeah. they together? Yeah, it, there's no develop. Like, I don't think those characters are ever meant to be developed. They were just like there. <laughs> and of know? course, he gets upset when her head gets chopped up. Spoilers for the stupidest hey. final seasoning season of every. <laughs> yeah, ever. really yeah. dumb. God, it was horrible. Um, yeah, why are they together? Grey Worm and Miss Sunday. Who gives a shit? Next, we've got uh, Marge and Homer Simpson from The Simpsons. Now, I haven't seen any of The Simpsons since probably about 2010. I've seen a lot of the earlier stuff. Um, I think that she is good for Homer, but also there's too much of... Like, it's a very obviously... This show was born in the 1980s. Like, it's a very, like, man goes to work, wife... You know, takes care of the household type marriage, right? But and I don't know if they ever kind of evade out of that as the series goes on. But I do think that like he's a blithering idiot, and she like is a rock for him. Um, I don't know if he necessarily does anything for her though. Um, you need to watch more Simpsons. Uh, I think I do. Homer, Homer and Marge are I uh, believe couple goals as well. Oh, um, okay. In the way you described them sounded a lot more like Peter and Lois and Family Guy. Oh, um, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Where Which I've seen more of. Homer loves his wife. You will never hear a wife bad joke from Homer. They love that's each true. other so and Homer is a dumbass, but he's not a dumbass in any way that kind of like strains that and obviously because they're a married couple they bicker, but like that oh yeah. my god, they love each other so much. It always is about how much both of them love their family. Uh, great. Yeah, that's true. Great. I guess I was thinking also, from more. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anti-feminist of you to say that a wife can't be happy staying home with her children. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. What I said was is like it's very obviously like a show that was born out of the patriarchy, you know. And like you can if you want to, but it was like that was the assumed role was that Marge would do that and Homer would go to work. Um, and like Marge just like schedules everything, you know what I mean? Like it's just she just does everything, and he just goes to work and comes home. So that, that's kind of what I was saying, um, which is like fine if that's what you want, but also like if it's assumed, bad. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that though. Bad feminist. Shut up. Uh, next we got Pam Beasley and Jim Halpert from The Office. Okay, my the the take that I will die on the hill that I will die on is that um, Holly and Michael were far better than these two together that is that is what i truly believe i think jim and pam were fine um i think that they had their romance hyped up a lot um for good reason like as i see you put it in kind of cute so like they are like they're kind of cute like yeah like it's it's the office romance that you would expect to happen right like you're like okay yeah i i see i see why this happened um when you get later into the office and she like he works with her going to art school and all that kind of stuff um I always maintain that, like, they didn't handle him working in Philadelphia that well on both sides, but also, like, he gave up a lot just to, just to like, let her pursue her dream. Not let her, but, like, encourage her to pursue her dream of going to art school. And I didn't feel like it was reflected on the flip side um, for good reasons, but also it just wasn't handled well. So I thought that it was kind of, like, a, a toxic way to handle that situation. But um, that's where they detract for me. Yeah, they were fine. They were cute. They getting them getting together was a lot more interesting than them being together for sure. Um, I think they could have ended it after season six when they got married, and that would have been great. Uh, maybe maybe even bumped them up a little bit, but they just kind of got boring. Yeah. Uh, next we got Kurt Hummel and Blaine Anderson from Glee. Mm, 
so this to me is why are they together and the answer to that is because they are the only two gay characters in the show yep um spoiler alert for glee uh they should have broken up for good when blaine cheated on kurt there was literally no reason for them to get back together uh, they were constant, like every episode they were fighting. Every episode. They never had a happy episode together. Uh, yeah, Kurt and Blaine was a bad couple. Why are they together? Um, yeah, I don't think it's toxic enough where it's like break up now, but it's kind of like you're just shoehorning the gay characters. Yeah. Like, stop it. Just because they're gay doesn't mean they have to date. Right. Uh, next we got Leslie Nope and Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation. Um, I would lean towards couple goals on this. What would you? I agree. Leslie, yeah. Leslie and Ben are quite literally like in, in the same way that Eric and Tammy are like realistic representations of a good couple. Uh, Leslie and Ben are like the greatly exaggerated nature of parks and rec representation of a perfect couple in that, like they don't have mashing person personalities per se. Uh, but they each love the s- similar things and love what each other's loves. And then that like kind of goes off with each other. They encourage each other to do their things. Like um, when Ben ran for Congress and then Leslie ran for governor and all that deal, like they were always with each other. They were introducing Ben Wyatt was the best thing. Ben Wyatt and Chris oh, yeah. Trigger was the best thing that they did for that. that show. It saved that show. Like that show Mark probably would have gone Gannowitz. like, it probably would have gone another season and then ended, but the two of them were just electric for that show. And then he also is like just a good, I liked that they didn't, keep um ben is like this just mean like nerdy guy who's just i'm all about accounting and finance you know like because yeah, like kinda, i'm all about my job a little bit and they did and i think that i think partially it's leslie that opens him up a little bit and i think okay. they weaved that in nicely so i, I would say they're, they're a good couple yeah uh next we got lorelei gilmore and luke danes from gilmore girls i've been told i need to watch this show i've never seen it it's it's dumb but it's fun uh don't tell julia that Oh no! Like she shouldn't <laughs> understand that it's dumb. Like everybody that loves Gilmore Girls knows that it's dumb. Oh okay. Um, L- Lorelai and Luke are kind of cute. They okay. they had the very obvious like will they won't they for like five seasons and it got really old. Um and eventually ended up together. Spoilers. Um, oh but, wow. Yeah, they're fine. I L- Luke is it's very much a cat and a dog relationship where mm. Lorelai is plucky and fun and Luke is just a grump. Uh, but whatever, it's fun. Yeah, okay, yeah, people ship them very hard. Uh, why not? Rory is the worst in the show. If we had added people to like the other bracket, that oh, we the did. Julie, the Julie Taylor effect. Yeah, she sucks. Um, next, we've got Marshall Erickson and Lily Aldrin from How I Met Your Mother. Well, you love the show more than I do, so you take it from here for that one. This is gonna be a little hard to do. Um, there and why are they together? Ooh, okay. Mainly because Lily is an insanely toxic person. Fair. Lily is an insanely toxic person. She like went. She like just left for LA without even like talking to like just basically like made the decision after they got engaged and was like, "Bye, I'm leaving." And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait a minute! You never talked to me about this. Like, obviously, I want you to do what you want to do, but like, talk to me, please." Um, Lily is like constantly like getting in the way of other people's relationships just so she can do what she wants with it. Uh, she doesn't make any effort to make friends with Marshall's family. Uh, Lily's just the worst. And Marshall deserves yeah. better. I'll say yeah. it. Marshall is, like, actively together? one of the greatest, like, just, I want to be friends with Marshall, you know? Just, Marshall, like, just, just hang out at a bar I, with him. Like, he'd be so fun, you know? I feel such a kinship to Marshall. A gentle giant. You're, ve- that, like, you're very similar, makes, yeah. That thrives off of joy. <laughs> 
Yeah, just like um, he just finds that thing that brings you passion. You're just like, guys, look at this. And we're like, what? <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got Mitch Pritchett and Cam Tucker from Modern Family. Um, I so this is not an instance where it's the two gay characters, so they have to be together because we're introduced to them as a couple, right? So like, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. Um, I am trying to remember all the Modern Family I've seen. You need to charge your laptop, my friend. Um, oh well, it was fine until you had to I leave. I know for half hour. it's not my fault. Um, but I think that they. I think they do a good job of communicating. I think that they bring exciting things and different things to the relationship. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of between Lasting Love and Kind of Q. Where are you at on this one? Uh, I don't really know that much about Modern Family. Um, they're like they're fine. They have their moments, but they're I'll put them I, in Kind of cute. Yeah, that's that seems to be a good fit for them. Like they, everyone kind of liked them because they're like, oh, they're the funny gay couple. But then it's like, all right, that trope gets old after a while. Uh, next, we've got uh, Arya Montgomery and Ezra. F- Actually, no, we'll do them last. Next, we've got Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski from uh, Saved by the Bell. You ever watch Saved by the Bell? A mm, couple episodes. Zach Morris is the worst person on the planet. Really? There is a literal college humor. Is it college humor or funny or die? There's a little literal series on YouTube where called Zach Morris is Trash, where they break down why Zach Morris is a horrible person in every episode of uh, Saved by the Bell. Mm. Um, Kelly is an angel and deserves way more than him and they need to break up right now. Okay. Valid. And finally, we've got Arya Montgomery and Ezra Fitz from Pretty Little Liars. And before you interject, I have, I have something that I think you would agree with. Um, I'm going to add a new tier below break up now. Oh God. I'm going to put break up now. Uh, and in parentheses, this is a literal crime. Oh, because I don't know how much you know about uh, Pretty Little Liars. I know the um, premise she's, of the show. She's a sophomore in high school, and he is her teacher. Oh. Maybe she's a junior, but she's in high school. That's a crime. Oh. So, yeah. Why was this on the list of best TV couples? This is a crime. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like a literal crime. Not like, that's, oh my god, this is a crime. That's you are going to crime. prison crime. Like, yes. Um, so yeah, that's the that's sixteen of the fifty best TV couples apparently. In couple goals, we've got Eric and Tammy Taylor, uh, oops, David Rose and Patrick Brewer, Homer and Marge Simpson, and Leslie Nope and Ben Wyatt. In lasting love, we've got Bob and Linda Belcher, Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence, Eleanor Shellstrop and Chidi Anagonye. In kind of cute, we've got Chandler Bing and Monica Geller, Pam Beasley and Jim Halpert, Lorelai Gilmore and Luke Danes, and Mitch Pritchett and Cam Tucker. In Why Are They Together, we have Grey Worm and Miss Sandy, Miss Sandy, Kurt Hummel and Lane Anderson, and Marshall Erickson and Lily Aldrin. Break Up Now, we've got Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski. And Break Up Now, this is the literal crime. We have Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Gross. Not fun. What do you think? How do like you feel about this, these these couples? Uh, I would like to be any of the couple goals one day. You know, when I'm 90 and old and still with a partner, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um but I'd also take the lasting love. I think those are those have promising too. So you know, <laughs> I'll settle for lasting love. <laughs> I'll settle for eternal love. You know. Okay. Um. Before we get into football, I'm gonna get a laptop charger. Mm, yeah. Oh, Derek turned his lights off. That's. That's uh. Is dark. I don't love that. Um. I think 
Oh, it's so depressing. Lights are on. Okay. We are back. That was way shorter than mine, so you know. <laughs> yeah, my phone will not be dying today. Yeah, um, there you go. My phone, my laptop. My phone won't be dying either. Uh, and speaking of dying, um, we're going to segue into football. Uh, uh, <laughs> God, I hate my life. <laughs> so uh, for the BFI update for this week, um, I currently have six teams with a zero BFI. Hunter, you have 12. Katie has four. Um, for perfect picks, Katie has picked the Ravens and the Falcons correctly. You have picked the Cowboys and the Niners Let's and I have go. picked the Patriots, the Buccaneers, and the Niners. So we're what does that done. mean again? If I have, if I have twelve teams BFI, what does that mean? That means that based on your picks for them, they have the same record. Oh, okay. so you you may you may have not gotten each individual game correct, but you've gotten their record correct so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So right now i still at the top of the leader leaderboard at 63 and 31 hunter has taken second place were you in second place last week yes i was okay well he remained in second place at 59 and 35 and katie right up the rear at 58 and 36 yeah. all doing pretty well still all the uh 600 batting average so that's nice yeah that's let's a good winning it's a good win percentage no matter what sport you're in so let's see what stupidity the league puts us in this seat this week uh We've got, first of all, for the Thursday matchup, the Denver Broncos at the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't know anymore, man. Uh, Denver's <laughs> not winning this game. No, it should be Cleveland. Cleveland should win this. Not easily, but they should win. Um, Baker's going to play with you know half a torso and uh, hold the ball too long like a moron. But um, I, was, I, I watched that Arizona game with Spencer, and that was um, bad vibes. <laughs> bad, yeah, bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we got the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. Uh, this is a get-right game for Carolina. They're going to beat the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Especially, especially after Darnold. Darnold like, looked like garbage that whole game, and then just went on fourth and ten from his own end zone, just said, you know what? I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to do, do the, the thing. Now. Yeah, and then they still lost. But like, if they just play that, not even that way, if they play like a tick below that the entire game, they'll win. They'll beat yeah, they'll a lot win. of teams. Uh, next, we've got the New York Jets and New England Pats. The Jets suck. They just yeah, they're yeah. bad. New Plus England the Patri- again. Been in some New England games. looked 
yeah, the New England looked a lot better this week offensively um, because I've always said like, hey, everyone's like, oh, Mac Jones played a really good game, but the team would only score like 15 points. And I'm like, that's not – I don't care how well he plays. It's not enough, right? So, like, you need to score more. And they did so against, against the Cowboys, um, took it into overtime. But I think they have a similar day against the Jets and they go hog wild. It's going to be great. Um, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this should still be the Chiefs. It should be. You're not going Tennessee here. I'm you? not going Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah no. But I'm still, should, Tennessee I'm also s- shouldn't have beaten Buffalo. I have my thoughts about that game. Um, namely that Tennessee did a good job with the defensive game plan to, to kind of mess with the, even though the Buffalo offense put up 20 points in the first half, they still looked out of sorts. And then I don't disagree with the call on fourth down by Sean McDermott. No, I think um, it's a good call. I think it was the right call. Their defense couldn't stop anything. Um, and they didn't make enough defensive adjustments in the second half. So I, I think it makes sense if you look at it holistically why Tennessee won the game. Do mm-hmm. I think that they have enough play, like the team to do it consistently? No. Um, I think Buffalo just had an off night for most of the game. But I'm still not ready to bet against the Chiefs yet. I'm not, I'm not ready to do it. I will pick them every time <laughs> until they finally prove me wrong. So Kansas City. Uh, next we got Washington at Green Bay. Uh the wolf looks rough. Well, they looked great for a half, apparently. They I did, didn't watch yeah. It, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going as Katie calls them. I'm going with the Gorn Bay Porkers here. Uh, next, yeah, we, yeah, well, yeah, just real quick on that Washington game. Like they looked, mm, they looked good, but it was also more so that Mahomes looked bad. If that makes sense. Like they, they had their moments for sure in the first half. And then Mahomes was like, okay, I'm sick of this. And just was like, let me turn it on. Um, I just, I don't know. They're talking about moving to Kyle Allen at quarterback. And I'm like, don't do that. Like keep Heineke in there. They um, have, no, they literally nothing that they say has any kind of value. Like they're no, like they don't should, make these changes. There's no keep reason Heineke, to switch quarterbacks. We're Heineke gives you a chance to win every game. Cause he's so explosive. Yes. Like that's, and I think the defense is just awful. Like, they're so bad. He almost um, won us the first game. Like, I, I don't want to hear this yeah. anything about Heineke needs to sit. Heineke is not our problem right now. Yeah. Um, next, we got the Falcons at the Dolphins. Woof, dude. I'm going with the Falcons. Maybe. Maybe. No, you know, maybe I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Who did I pick in my in my league here? Let me look this up. Um, I... You pick one, I'll go with the opposite because I think this is kind of no, 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 no. Ah, frick, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I'm going with Atlanta. Coming with off who? a bye week, they'll, I think they'll have Atlanta? a little more juice. I'm going with Atlanta. I will then differ and take the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins looked actually pretty dang good for most of that game. Tua looked really good against the Jags. Um, I think it was mostly coaching error that screwed that game for the Dolphins. Um, and I think they come back hot and they can beat Atlanta. They can do it. Um. They have a better team than that, so I'll take the Dolphins. Because we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. <sighs> your uh, number one seed, Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Jesus, this I is... your house must have been insufferable last night. Uh, no, I it was it was actually <laughs> no, it was way more insufferable when they beat the Colts, which oh okay, beat the Colts. Nice. Um, this is a game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a fool and pick against baltimore for this game yeah, no. No, no, no. but this is a game that cincinnati can win and if, they can. if we're gonna keep up if we're gonna keep up a streak of cincinnati freaking up our points and our selections i'd be okay with it happening here i think well here's what i here's how i think this goes i think baltimore decidedly beat cincinnati in this game 
I think they will. However, Cincinnati's going to beat Baltimore later in the year at home. I think that's how this is going to go. It's like the I first did, time you I, play the team. Like, they, they're the better team. They're the veteran team. They beat you, but now you know how to beat them, you know? Yeah, looking through the season, I did suspect that um, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals would all split each other. Um, so, we'll see what happens. We'll see yep. what happens. Uh, next we got <laughs> – it's the Rams. Um, the Detroit Brother. Lions and the LA Rams. Dude. Jared Goff just has to play better, man. <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff's the problem. Right, Jared Dan Goff. Campbell? Jared Goff has to do so much better to throw to seven guys named Steve who were picked up from a local Detroit high school. Okay, like <laughs> I don't. What is Dan? But the thing, the funny thing about that quote was that if you watch the beginning part of it um, from that press conference, he sits there and he goes on like a two-minute tirade about why you can't effectively judge a quarterback in this situation. You can't, you know, expect too much of him because it's a really rough spot he's in. And then he takes a long pause and he just goes, and you can tell he's thinking about what he wants to say. And then he says that. And everyone's like, you just contradicted everything you just said. Yeah. Like, I think he's just desperate for a win. And he's a mo- an emotional guy who cares about his players, but it's not happening this week. Not against the Rams. Right. Uh, next we got the Eagles and the Raiders. I will take the Raiders. Yes. But this is a game that the Eagles could pop, I think, pretty easily. Yeah. Not th- easily, but you know what I mean. I think the Raiders have some have some uh, pep in their step after last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles might also have some pep in their step after last week, but and they're coming off of a longer week. But uh, home game for Vegas, I I don't know. I, th- I, I got the Ve- Vegas. The Vegas defense isn't that good. And if the Eagles can just put together like three consistent quarters rather than two, mm-hmm. they have a shot. But it all depends on that. And uh, Jalen Hurts, I literally have to stop putting this man on my bench because he can look like garbage and still get 25 points. I don't understand it. It's wild. So I have to keep starting him. But I don't know. They're, they're a weird team. Next, we've got the Texans and the Cardinals. I don't – I no. The, you don't think the Texans can do this? No. The Cardinals the Cardinals went to Cleveland without a coach, and they had a play caller who has never called plays ever, and they curb-stomped the Browns. Mm-hmm. Just destroyed them. Yeah, Just top to bottom. So I'm terrified of the Cardinals. I don't want to play them, even though we have to twice. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. It scares me. Next, we've got the Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give me a... Uh, Champa Bay. Um, you don't. You don't think the Chicago can pull this off? Chicago's defense has been playing better lately. Um, but I do not see Justin Fields beating Tom Brady. Sorry, no, not happening. Um, this is the first one that is a question mark for me. I agree. Uh, we've got the Colts at the Niners. Colts have been playing better. Defense has been playing better. Yeah. Sanford coming off a of bye though. Yeah. With Jimmy G starting, not Trey Lance. Yeah. I believe. I believe that's what's happening. Yeah, I... I don't know. I'm picking Indy. I'm going with Indy. I, I, okay. I believe I believe in the Colts. I, because they have Trey Lance to fall back on, I will take the Niners. Okay. Because I think uh, it's it's really hard to game plan for two quarterbacks when you don't know how much you're going to see of the other one. Um, so, so I'll, and the Colts even isn't that good. Um, so, like, I'll, I'll take the Niners. And in the fight for the seventh seed in the NFC, uh, we've got the Saints and the Seahawks. Dude. I, I know. So, Seattle played a very good defense in Pittsburgh. And Geno looked okay. He didn't look good. He didn't look bad. 
except for that freaking fumble at the in the overtime. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. That was on him. That's bad. That's two I weeks in a row he's done. Lot of overtime games this season. Dude, there's been one. Was it one every week at least? I think and so. This yeah. week, this week we had two or three. I think we had three this week. Dumb. Um, no, yeah, three. Um, which is crazy. But I mean, I guess it means the league's getting better, which is cool. Um, oh man, I think the Saints have a good defense. I think they're supposed to get some start, some players back, like one or two. Yeah, the Saints have a good defense. I think that Janus is gonna a little bit pick apart this seattle secondary i don't think it's gonna be a little bit my guy <laughs> <laughs> i think they had a rough enough time like they everyone's like oh seattle held pittsburgh under 350 yards i'm like yeah ben can't throw the ball yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like I'm, that's not that's not an accomplishment like if you're a good defense you hold pittsburgh to like 250 right so <laughs> yeah I, I i'm picking i'm picking nolens here I'm, pick, I'm taking New Orleans this week. I'm going to take Seattle next week against Jacksonville because that's a game we should win with Geno. Like, we're yeah, better than the Jaguars. If we lose to the Jacks, though, I'm throwing in the damn towel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. It's funny. It's funny that I gave you crap for getting seventh seed when we're not going to make – we're not going to come close to the playoffs this season. Well, if we, um, lose, if we lose to the Saints, it's going to be like a dead sprint when Russ comes back. We're going to have to yeah, win, that's like, true. That's true. like, every game we have left except, like, one just to keep pace. But, you know. I was I was giving Joe crap because apparently one of one of our friends um, bet a thousand dollars against the Ravens um, uh, at in their game against the Colts and lost obviously and Joe's just like how foolish of him to bet against Lamar I was like first of all you were down by nineteen for most of the game um, second of all uh, but then I was like actually making a joke at him I was like well in a playoff game that's a pretty safe bet. And he goes, what do you know about playoff games, bud? And I was just like, "As that's cute. You think that would hurt my feelings. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Come on. Uh, that doesn't yeah, hurt I don't, my feelings. The Seahawks, um, I, this, obviously, like, this was the worst time to lose Russ. Yeah. And I just can't believe that Chris Collins said that on the broadcast. Where he was like, wow, I never realized how much uh, Russell Wilson meant to the Seattle offense. Are you serious, dude? Like, I've heard him say some stupid stuff, but I'm like, bro, like, anyone with eyes knows that if Russell Wilson gets injured, the Seahawks are toast. Like, they have nobody around him except for maybe DK, maybe Bobby, maybe Tyler Lockett. Dumb little loser broke his fingy. Yeah, so if we lose to New Orleans, they were like, oh, he's supposed to be bending it at 10% this week, and he's at already at 75. I'm like, yeah, he's going to rupture some tendons and, like, yeah. mess up his finger forever. Like, just stop. Make him stop. But I don't know. I think I think we can still make playoffs even if we lose to New Orleans, but it's going to take a lot. Yep. So it is what it is. All right, that's week seven picks. Tune in next week to see how we did and for here our picks for week eight. That wraps up our scheduled topics. So before we're going to wrap up the show, we like to go into a little segment we like to call Crisis Averted. Hunter, who are you sending love to today? Uh, I got a couple people. Well, first of all, I'm sending love to Katie Joy because she beat you in fantasy, and I think that's awesome. Um, Derek Henry went off. <laughs> that was a good – when you tweeted back and me, like, Josh Allen, I hope you get, like, 75 points. I was like, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I was looking – the, the, the um, projection that I had said I had a 91% chance of winning. I'm like, this is fake. It's Derek it's Henry. It's Derek Henry, what, yeah. yeah. What are you talking go about, 91% chance? Yeah. Um, I'm also going to send love to Jordan because I was talking to Jordan and law school is hard, so shout out Jordan. You're doing great. Uh, and lastly, shout out my mom and my sister because they um, surprised me with an idea – so for my birthday, I'm going to Seattle to see them, and we're going to the Seahawks-Niners game that's on Sunday Night Football. Nice. Um, so that's going to be super fun. I've never been to a game in Seattle. I've always wanted to go. So I love you, and I appreciate you. Yay. That's what I got. Um, shout out to – who beat you this week? Uh, matchup. 
over to okay shout out to kevin thank you for beating hunter it keeps me first in our division in our uh, same <laughs> record though right we're, we're both three and three right same record i think i got i think i got you beat on points though and i beat you in that league so i got the yeah. tiebreaker. Yeah. um but anyways thank you for kevin uh shout out to brian and sarah um forget it. i was at your wedding this weekend that was a lot of fun had some nice moonshine that was delicious Shout out to I forget her name, but shout out to the nicest trader uh, Trader Joe's uh, Tim Hortons employee that I've ever encountered in my entire life at um, in Mountain Vernon, Ohio, nice. which was a, uh, an excellent time. And uh, uh, shove it to Derrick Henry. You could have yeah. not. You could have just let Tannehill score that last <laughs> touchdown. That would have been cool. I didn't care that you won. I, w- I would have been happy if you won by seventy if you didn't score a single touchdown. But you had to go and be the, be the show stealer. That's fine. Yeah, man, um, that was that was a that was a rough loss. Rough loss. Now you know how. Well, it's not the same, but now you know how I felt when Aaron Jones needed ten points and got like forty. Like it's the, that yeah, was just a, awesome. that was just kicking me when I was down. I was like, okay, but um, you know, Hunter, any final words of wisdom? Um. You know, grilled cheeses are just so good. That's just... I made tomato soup and grilled cheese yesterday for dinner. Nice. Nice, yeah. dude. Um, Cool. So that wraps up episode 87 of Quarter Life Crisis. Oh, I want to prime the brains for this. We are... Uh, we have, I have finalized the plan of what we're going to do for episode 100. Oh. Coming in a few months here. Um, so be on the lookout and big anticipation for that. Uh, yeah, that's 87. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye! Thank you.